0: This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by glassgadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out glassgadget.com for more information. Well, hello again. Welcome back to another edition of Facebook Shower Door Pros Live. Um, Glad you could join us. Hey, if you uh, haven't tried it, you should go ahead and click on that link in the description that will bring you into uh, our Zoom call here and uh, you can participate. Um, tonight, we really have a, a, a special treat. Our, our own Brandon DeCastro has agreed to come in and share some of his, you know, secret mojo about how to do these um, really nice uh, grid type enclosures that everybody is clamoring for. And no one seems to be able to figure out how to, how to produce or put together. And uh, Brandon really has dialed this in. And if you've seen uh, any of his work, I mean, he's kind of taken it to the next level. I mean, there's just the old school kind of black grids that you've seen and, and probably a lot of us have done those. Brandon has done these and like other finishes and well anyway I'll, I'm going to let him talk about it so uh, without any further ado please welcome Brandon DeCastro. Castro. What's going on everybody? How you doing Brandon? Good how are you?
1: Doing great. <laughs> um Yeah so we're going to talk about bridge showers. I mean it's been a it's been a hot topic for probably man i feel like at least in arizona for i don't know 6 years now um just when you think they're going away and the trend's going to run out they just keep getting more and more popular so we've done we've done them this in different the... ways we've um, we built them out of steel we've we've done them in the beginning with steel uh steel enclosure so i think back in like late 2015 early 2016 um I saw Dustin Anderson doing them for Anderson glass in Texas, and he was doing the steel enclosures. So we started getting requests for those. So we started, we started um, looking into doing steel ones and we've done quite a few steel ones, but as it, as it was going on, I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way to to do this without, without steel, because the problem is with steel, you can powder coat it, you can do all that. But eventually water will still, it is still rust from the inside out in a shower unit being powder coated or whatnot, even if you have it sealed up. So um, eventually it's going to rust, it's going to deteriorate. And I mean, it can take a long time, but when someone's buying a steel grid shower enclosure, they're putting it in probably a really, really nice house and they're not going to want any, they don't want their shower to start deteriorating. Um, So We started coming up with an idea of, well, let's just start wrapping. And I'm not saying we're the first one to do this by all means, but um, it was a, it was an idea that I had. It was like, man, there's gotta be a better way to take a frameless shower door, a a heavy glass, three eighths or half inch and wrap these things and channel and then apply grids to it and leave the grids just on the outside and not have grids on the inside. So it's easy to clean. So we started doing it. We started experimenting. The problem we ran into was... You had it, it looked like crap from the inside. You had air bubbles, you had all, all different stuff. So over a lot of R&D, we came up with the process to be able to apply the tape the right way to have no air bubbles on our showers at all. So actually when we do a grid shower and we apply grids, we guarantee no air bubbles on our shower doors. So when you look at the inside of the, sh- the grids, it looks the same as the outside, but you're let you can squeegee it and all that. And makes it easy to clean. So, long process, it's, you know, it takes and I, it's my installers. Those are the guys out there doing it, right? Like I I've helped them with it, I've done some, but they're the ones out there that have kind of perfected this and come up with little ideas and little tricks and stuff, and I'm giving it away tonight, so they'll probably <laughs> yell at me for it, but it is what it is. Everyone's gotta learn, right? It makes all of us better to be able to, to build these things better. And there's different companies that offer different solutions. We've done printed, printed grids uh, from GGI in New Jersey. We've used um, HMI out of their uh, their wound Tech plan out of Boston for different uh, printed applications. We never used the pre-applied stuff. We've always just ordered our own stock material and applied a certain 3M tape. And then we started getting requests for different colors: chrome, uh, antique brass, satin brass, brush nickel, white, taupe, uh a lot of different colors. So we started doing them in these colors. And one of the way, so one of the little one of the little tricks to that is like. You can powder coat white, so that's not a big deal. You can powder coat taupe, um, but chrome, we found chrome grids. Um, I can't remember where we found. I want to say Morris Industries was where we found chrome grids. But in satin brass, you can powder coat for the most part as well. But like antique brass and brushed nickel, you're not you're not powder coating that to match. So uh, one of the little tricks that we came up with was taking U channel and ripping U channel down on the cha- on a table saw and if you rip U-channel down on the table saw, you can use the wall of the U-channel because it's finished on the top and the bottom, and if you rip it correctly, you still have a finished top edge and a finished bottom edge, and the tape's going to cover the rip mark on the wall of the channel. So on those ones, we're able to just rip down channel and create a grid. Then you come in with the, then you come with the problem of the tape. So anti grass you're not going to find antique brass color tape so there's giving
2: his trade secrets
1: so um you're going to white there's white tape that you can use that uh there's gray tape that you can use for chrome or brushed nickel satin brass uh, you couldn't we did a really big satin brass one we actually gritted the inside and the outside because mm-hmm. it was so big it didn't really even get water on the glass to to do that but the hardest one was the antique brass with with tape because you have black tape and you're going to see black from the inside or whatever. So, we did it we applied it with silicone and it, it's a nightmare to do with silicone, but if you tape it off, you silicone, it's a couple day process because you got to tape it off let the silicone ooze out and not have any air bubbles in the silicone. You got to make sure the silicone's essentially painted on the grid, applied tape the grid on and that's a nightmare but it could be done and we charge a lot of money for these grids and what we've trialed was like I said we've done the printed stuff and we've done the grid stuff and the majority of our customers want the grid feel the printed stuff is cool they like it but they want to be able they want to be able to see it touch it and have the metal protrude off the glass uh, and all that so we, we, that's the majority of the stuff we do. We don't do any of the steel stuff anymore, just because of any issues that we run into. We haven't ran into any issues, but we just got away from doing that and doing the grid stuff. And I'll share my screen and show you some of the, some of the showers that we've done and see. All right. You guys see this? I got a whole grid, grid shower thing. So, um, I'll go through a couple unique ones that we've, we've done so this one right here this was uh this was an all steel look like a phone booth an old phone booth but this was an all steel one this was probably one of the first steel ones that we did uh and it's still it's still good today but and then the steel's a little more it's a little more bulkier than doing the aluminum grid stuff and there are companies out there that make the aluminum grid showers that you can buy like i think coastal sells it but essentially what it is, it's just a quarter inch framed unit with the grids applied to it. So it's still you have that flimsiness to it. And with the frameless glass wrapped in channel, it, it's a little more rigid. So
3: we've done we've done wine cellars with grid gridded material. So this was this was another steel, steel
1: one that we built with grids and this we actually took you can't really see it from here but the we took essentially l angle and the l angle is like protruded like the old sash windows where it's coming out like a v and a point so that's how it's built so it's kind of 3d almost it's not flat on the glass so the v's sticking out on the grids here and then we did an operable transom for them
0: wow that that's really nice looking
1: yeah that was a that was a fun but pain in a butt shower <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is one of our one of our favorite showers we did right here. It was an awesome customer. It's full steam shower.
1: This is that, this is the satin brass one I was talking about that we did for a designer double paired pair door or two doors, operable transoms. We ended up wrapping the inside and out uh, because of the tape. And it was such a big shower, we weren't worried about too much water getting getting on there and causing causing issues. Mm-hmm. This is the antique antique brass one right here
0: that we did. So now is- has that got the same metal on the inside too? They have brass- we did that, we put that one on with silicone. Okay.
3: Wow. This is uh brush nickel one. This is a taupe one we just finished not too long ago in Austin. So you can see the cool taupe color. This is one of my all-time favorites. So this white one, and we use white white tape on that one. Uh,
1: this was a cool one with an operable transom we did um, out of the fixed panel. And then you can see right here. So this is the this is the inside, and it's really hard to see because it's dark. But you can see. So there's no air bubbles on the inside of the grid. And here's a better. Here's a better angle of it. And you see how clean it looks from the inside. It almost looks like it's just printed and, it, and all it is is the tape. So, and the way we do that is uh, I'm gonna stop. Here's a here's a unique one we did. So it was a big, big splash panel. And what we did was we ran a header and attached the headers to the walls as a support on the grid shower. So it all kind of blended together. Oh, that's a good idea. So and then I'll, I'll stop sharing. I'll go more in more into that and if anyone wants to see a specific picture that they saw I can pull them back up in a little bit. but so the way the way we do it, we lay all our grids out with a laser uh and then you we use tape so we'll tape the bot we'll tape the bottom where it goes and then we'll run we'll so we'll run like blue masking tape on where it goes and then we'll run the the grid tape actually on the glass because if you run it on the, grid itself, what's going to happen is that's what's going to create the air bubble when you go to place the grid on the glass, you're going to capture the air bubbles. So -hmm. you got to roll it onto the glass first and you can use like a back of a flat razor blade when you're rolling it on but use it use blue tape as your tape line um, to to roll it on. And then we use uh, a little thicker tape so grids are three quarters of an inch we will use one inch tape that way we have a little overlap and we can cut it cut it off later. So when you roll it on or back of a pry bar, so you can just roll it on nice and nice and tight and keep those air bubbles out of it and then tuck the corners in it. Like I said, it it is time consuming. And I would say the majority of our guys hate to do grids. Like every time there's a grid shower, they hate, they hate the grid showers. <laughs> uh, and we get, we get a lot of requests for them. So, but so you're, you tape it on tape it onto the glass, and then you're going to place your, we do our verticals first and then we'll do our horizontals. The verticals are the hardest to put on to keep the tape straight when you're doing a long vertical run, especially if it's like an 84 inch shower and you're doing a vertical run. And then we'll cut all our horizontals in after that. When it comes to a 90 degree corner, we will just do a grid vertical on each side of the glass to cap the corner and then butt everything into that to finish off the grid what gets really tricky is when you're trying to order order it to know what deducts there are or um when you're laying it out so essentially all you got to think about is when you're ordering a grid shower and you're going to wrap it in channel just think about how thick the wall the back wall is on that channel so it's a almost an eighth of an inch so if you just go through where all your D ducts typically are and take an extra eighth inch off where there's going to be channel going, you're going to be fine because you're just compensating for the thickness of that channel to wrap it on. And there's a couple ways you can put that channel on. You can either run silicone in your channel and, and then blue tape your channel on to hold it until it dries. You can run VHB tape in spots inside the channel and stick it on. Um, most of the time we'll just silicone it and stick it on that way. As far as a sweep goes, you can use the black, uh, sweeps, but the problem with that is it doesn't, they're more of like a gloss finish compared to like a matte finish on Mm -hmm. those sweeps. And they're a little more brittle. What we found is the black, the black sweeps are a little more brittle than the clear stuff. Uh, so what you can do is if it's a three, eight shower, you can actually, and you're wrapping in 3H channel, you can take a half inch sweep, clear sweep, and slip that over the channel on the bottom, and then it looks black when it's on there, except for the drip edge. So that works really well. Or you just don't, you just compensate and bring your, I I have a grid shower in my house, actually, and I don't even have a sweep on it. I just compensated and brought the the channel down a little bit and closed up that gap on the bottom towards a towards curb. And then what we do is we silicone the whole inside perimeter so water doesn't get into that channel because as we all know when water gets into channel water uh the water sits in there and the aluminum the water create a gas that creates all the little all the the hard buildup and stuff so try to seal seal all that up and then we we wrap them all in the field we don't do it in the shop it's all it's all done afterwards in the field as it's being installed So you can either 45 your corners and wrap it all that way, or you can block your corners. But when you're blocking your corners, it's a little more tricky to lay out because you got to make sure your open ends are not, you know, your verticals are the open end. So you don't see them and then you can fill those with silicone. But so it's a little, it's a little tricky when you're blocking the corners, if you don't 45 the corners.
4: Brandon, do you got any pictures of these during installation? Like, uh, you know during the progress, I
1: don't. I'll get some, and i'll I'll post some in 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 a thread or whatever this week or whatever I'll find I'll dig some up and see if I have some. I don't really have too many of the like in progress stuff. And what I'm gonna Perfect. do is I'm gonna get a video of one of my guys installing one as well, like a little clip or something. So kind of say it because, it's really easy to talk about it. But for some people, it's I mean, it's probably going over a lot of people's heads, like how to how to do this stuff, because it is pretty tricky. So I'll try to get try to get some stuff for that.
4: So if you've got a a, a door and the half panel that's sitting on a wall, but the vertical wall is you must have a tolerance where if it's more than a half inch out of plum, uh, are you doing a filler behind the channel? like a tapered filler to fill that in or are you are trying to float the glass inside your channel to compensate I'm about, for the, Are you talking about on a low wall, if the low wall's out right there? No, I'm talking about the, the vertical. Uh-huh. In other words, you're starting to do grids and you want your spacing equal. And obviously if your wall's out, you have to compensate for that. And yeah. you don't want your vertical going like that because then your space will be different. So you're going to have to build that out square. So there must be a calculation that you have that if it's more than three eighths out or more than a half inch. So, out.
1: What, so what we do is when we go to install the shower, so if the wall, let's say the wall is out three eighths on the hinge side, um, glass is going to get cut three eighths out. We're going to build it just, we're going to build it all. We're going to wrap it tight, how it would be out. And then we're going to start from our tightest point and say it's 28 inches on the bottom and 28 and a quarter on a, or three eighths on the top. We're going to start at 28 at the bottom. Then we're going to create our grids that way and start at the bottom and plumb it up. From there and then we'll just have that that one top grid or those grids will be a little bit bigger as they get up but you're talking 16th of an inch all the way up for each grid or something like that a little bit yeah big. i was
4: i wasn't talking about the door itself i'm talking about the fixed panel sitting on a half wall right and the wall let's say the wall's uh three quarters out of plumb for whatever reason and they don't fix the tile so it's way out are you doing a filler behind that channel of metal or How are you getting it so that your grids look good? You don't see that last grid three quarters out.
1: Um, We're going to just the wall. It's going to just be out on the wall. You won't, you don't really notice it. As long as your vertical grid in that panel is going to be plumb, you're going to be, you're going to have a little bit of a bigger box, but Mm -hmm. we've never had an issue where it really looked bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. And I guess maybe if it's an inch out or something like that, or three quarters of an inch out, you might be able to notice, notice something, but for the most part, we're just going to, order the glass out of, you know, out of square. And then we're going to plumb up that next vertical grid and go from there. So everything off of that wall is going to be plumb and square boxes. And then those all that wall are just going to be out of square on those Mm -hmm. on those grids. So one of the biggest things is if you can get into if you know you're going to do a grid shower and you can get into that shower early while they're building it is going to be huge because the layout. So what happens a lot is you have a 90 degree shower with a, a notch, and then you're kind of trying to build the grit, like how many boxes off of that bench or yeah. or whatever. And it gets really tricky. So sometimes, and let me share, let me
3: see if I can find one really quick and show you. Go back in here. So you can see like this one, So this one, we actually, the top grid, the boxes
1: were a little bit taller, we had to compensate. So we're able to build all the way up and then the bottom was a little bit smaller because we had to start right here. Yep. Um, And then, so then we had to kind of do calculations to make it right. So if you can get there before they're doing it, you can kind of calculate. So this one right here, so this is actually, this is my house right here, this is my shower. So when I built my shower, I was able to make it to where, Almost all the grids all the way across were the same size um, because I was able to lay it out from the beginning. So that's going to be the best is if you can get out there before tile during framing and lay it out with them
3: because a lot of people are going to look right past that. Mm -hmm. So we've had like, we've had a few that were kind of goofy because of that reason That one actually worked. Yeah, I've encountered that too, actually. So like this
1: one right here. So this grid ended up being funky right here because it had to match the channel going up the riser. So we had to have a smaller smaller boxes right here. And then everything had to be built off these boxes. So we were able to kind of, kind of keep it <clears throat> the same everywhere besides like in here because of that. But I've seen guys do it to where... They don't put they don't put channel on the door where the door seams are and stuff. And they try to like they try to make everything even. So they leave channel off in some of the areas of the seams. And it kind of looks weird when you do it that way. It almost like even if it's doubled up and the grids look a little bit better. Me personally, I think it looks better if you just wrap it and grid it that way instead of kind of because then you see these extra lines in there
3: and it kind of throws everything off.
4: You have the same picture of that door in a closed position
3: right here. All right. So the,
4: the door jam next to the uh, handle is double mm-hmm. double wall, the door plus your vertical. Yes, it is. Bridge. So both sides other,
0: of the door. Yeah, so it's a little yeah.
1: bit. So when you look at it, it's going to be thicker in that area. So you can see it. So you can see it like right here. So you got your channel and then it's going to be doubled up right here. But yeah. what you can do is um, I don't know if you can see it on the one I showed you of my house because we did it on we did on my house. Um, it's not as thick right here. We use shallow channel. So we back to back shallow channel right here. So then you're only talking an inch, and so yep. it's only a quarter of an inch bigger. So you can go back to back with shallow channel on your door jams, uh, or where the door is. So you're not not doing that. So that's, I mean,
2: hey Brandon, of- what's on what's on the corner of your shower that looks like a sleeve over?
1: It is a, just a sleeve over. Um I just did a sleeve over SOGC 90 Mm -hmm. right there. And it just channel just butts into it. Mm -hmm. So you can do a header. I mean, you can do a header all the way across it a little more expensive to do a header, but so we just put, you know, the sleeve over in it. You can even, if since everything's covered, you can actually VHB tape this corner if you wanted and um, 45 this channel and, and do it that way. But I think it just looks a little cleaner with that being able to butt to that SOGC 90 sleeve over.
3: Mm-hmm. Does anyone so have Brandon, a
5: question? I have a question about the taping. Um, I found a, like a three quarter inch tape that's like perfectly sized for the grids, but uh, I was still having a little bit of the air bubble. So the big takeaway I'm, I have here is uh, applying it to the glass first. I think that's awesome. And uh, now you said you're using one inch wide. Is that correct? Yes. Then you put the grid on and then you trim the tape off of it. Is that yeah,
1: right? And that, yeah. And that tape. So, so just take a, so you're going to have a little overhang on the tape. So you're just going to take a razor. It's easier with a, um, a razor knife because you can actually, you can actually cut it a little bit easier than a, like a flat razor blade. Um, and then you just peel it off. So what we do is we'll spray it with glass cleaner and then cut it. And then that glass cleaner helps pull it off because that tape's really hard to pull off that glass once you get it on there. We use a 3M tape, um, and I'll I'll get a picture of that. But it Home Depot sells it red. It's a red 3M back tape um, at Home Depot. The black tape that's what we use. Uh, I think I I might have some in my house. So I'll go try to find some here in a minute. But that's where we get it. And then the other stuff we just order on. Um, what's that? Uh, line ordered, ordered some of it on Uline. Uline we, yeah. we tested clear tape. We just can never find a clear tape that would, that we can apply without air bubbles.
5: I found some uh, from Granger and that's where I got it. It was the 3M and it had the red yep. tape, but uh, that was the three quarter inch. So I don't know if they have the one inch
1: or not. So you can do my guys, some of my guys like the three quarter inch and some like the one inch. When you, If you do the three quarter inch, there's a way to do it. So if you tape, essentially essentially what you got to do is you put your, let's say your blue tape on your grid, right? And you're going to have your line, you're going to tape your grid up there and you're going to hold it. And then what you're going to do is then when it's it's taped up there, you're going to run your blue tape all the way across where it's perfect. And then you're going to flip your grid over and put it and then do the same thing. So then you have blue tape. That makes a little track to put your three quarter inch tape in perfect. I personally think it's a little bit harder and it's easier just to order a a one inch tape and cut that excess off.
5: Okay. Good point. It's all worth trying.
1: As far as grids, we used to get all of our grids from HMI, they would come powder coated already powder coating is expensive when you're powder coating these little long grids. Like it gets super expensive when you're, when you're sending a whole bunch in. So we sort them from HMI then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they just, they couldn't get them anymore. They had issues. And then we went to FHC. FHC had a five eights grid that was like more of like a mirror, mm-hmm. like a mirror grid. Right. But the problem with it is it had a little taper on one side.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: So it had this taper on one side. So when you try to butt them together, you had a taper on one side and it looked funny. But what you can do with those grids, and we use them still, is flip the taper over and use that on the tape side. And it's flat on the other side and the taper just disappears with the tape. So you can still butt those grids up and have no issues with that. So that's where FHC is where we've been getting them. CR Lawrence has had those plastic ones out for a while. We've never, we never got into them. Southeastern had a, they had, they had one that had this little, they had a line down the center of it as pre-applied and it had a little flex to it. And they said, that's where the air bubbles were coming from. Cause there was no flex. So they had this little flex in it where you can apply it and tape it. And they said, once you tape it, the air bubbles will disappear. I've had one little piece taped on a piece of glass in my showroom for the last four years, and it still has air bubbles, and it hasn't disappeared. So, uh, so we still use the we we still use the FHC ones. Nice.
6: Are those eight? Are those eight foot lengths, Max? Uh,
1: I think they're one forty four or one twenty, or I think they're one twenty. Are you getting them?
6: So you're getting them freight?
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll like put an order of those together when we're ordering a lot of headers and stuff like that. So we'll stock up on headers and channel and we'll just, that's what we do is we just do like a bulk order of channel header and and grid so we're paying less freight. So it's not just onesie twosie things. So you don't, you
6: do not do joints mid midway?
1: No, we'll do full verticals all the way up and then we'll just piece in the uh, horizontal. Gotcha. You, can do, you can do it the other way if you wanted. Um, we've had to ship, ship them to other locations uh, one of our other locations. So we'll cut them down that way because to, you know, eight feet or whatever, so we can get them on a truck. And then you can either um, do the horizontals first and then do the verticals that way and piece those in. So it's not, they're not as long. Thank Are you, you predominantly using 3H class? For the most part, unless it's a, unless it's big, we'll use half inch if it's oversized, but. Like our rule of thumb is anything over 84, we're typically defaulting to half inch on shower doors. But if it's a grid shower, we'll go taller because it's wrapped in channel and it's a little more. It it stiffens that up a little bit, and then all the grids on there.
4: So I'm just thinking you're bringing in two thicknesses of channel, then. Two yeah. Widths.
6: Yeah. Brandon, what does this do? And I'm asking questions. Somebody else can jump in if they. What does this do to manpower? You know, manpower is an issue, and you said these take a long time. So do you feel you're charging enough? And do the guys hate them because of the time or because how meticulous they have to be?
1: It's how meticulous you have to be. Um, Time-wise, I mean, a shower will take you all day long. So you, when you're pricing a shower, you got to understand that how much money would you make in it? So when you're, I see people trying to price grids different ways. And we came up with the formula that works for us. We have a square footage price that we, so we price a shower regular what do we sell to a customer? And then we have a square footage price that we add on top of that square footage of that shower for grids if they want grids. So it's an option that we add on to that. So what happens is, is you got to know, I can do three door panels by the time I can do a ninety degree shower wrapped in grids. So what kind of, what kind of, it's better to do three door panels if you can. So we built it in a way to where we're gonna, if we're gonna do that, we're gonna make the same amount of money if not more doing a grid shower, then the other way, we don't want to lose, we don't want to sit there and spend all day on a shower and lose potential money because we could have been installing just regular frameless showers. So that's what you got to come up with is how long it takes you. And I would say, I mean, my guys are fast and I would say, you know, I would a 90 degree shower is going to take all day long. And there's some days where, you know, you have to go back for a couple hours to, you know, wrap it up. So,
0: hey, I saw that uh, Shannon had put a question into the chat box about how, uh, how it looks at the vertical, where it meets vertically, horizontally, right, Shannon?
7: Yeah, you kind of answered that because I, like when you were talking about ripping your channel, the channel has a little bit of a bevel to it too. So I was wondering how well that lined up and do you have a technique for getting that but it up really good so there's no gap in between.
1: Yeah, so you just cut them, cut them a little bit, a little bit bigger, so you can kind of flex them in there a little bit, so it tightens up that that gap right there. And then obviously the grids are as thick as the wall, of the channel, and then you're adding tape to it, so that's why it's critical to have a thinner tape. And when you do get to the edge of that channel, they do protrude out just a little bit when you're butting it to the edge. So on the grids, you know, we'll paint the edge black where we cut it and just soften that up a little bit. You know, we'll hit it with a little piece of sandpaper and just soften that edge up a little bit and paint it black so it kind of
3: goes away.
5: The metal grids are even worse in that regard. Uh, We we don't like to use them because they stick out so much from the, you know, the U-channel that we put on the edges.
3: Yeah. If you get that, if you get that, um,
1: that 3M tape, it's less than a 16th of an inch thick. So it barely, so it's only going to stick out, you know, a 32nd off that edge. And I mean, you can, you can feel it for sure. You just got to kind of make it go away with that paint marker and softening it up.
5: How about the FHC grid that you were referring to? Is it thinner?
1: It is a little thinner. So those do line up a little bit better than the the HMI stuff, or if we have to rip down channel.
0: Yeah. It seems to me too, that uh, putting the tape on the glass first also will help with that issue of like daylight coming through the joints. I mean, if you're putting your tape on your grid and then applying the grid and it's not coming quite, you know, up to it, if there isn't just the tiniest little hairline of a gap there, you know, you can get daylight through there.
4: Yeah. Brandon, just to clarify where you're painting the edges black, are you assuming are you uh, is that only on black grids or are you painting them black even if you're doing the taupe or the white or the brushed?
1: Just on black grids. We'll try to match whatever color we're doing on that edge.
4: So when you're doing those brushed ones, you what are you using for a color?
1: On the the brush bronze. So the the brush bronze one or the antique one, we're just, we're just going with it. We're just trying to soften it up the best we can and, and put it on there. So, and it, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't, Okay. it doesn't stick out enough to where you have a shiny edge. It's not like looking at the open end of a piece of U channel on a shower when you open it. Yeah. It's not like that. I mean, you're, it's barely anything. And then all and, the but, colors we're able to paint if we can get a, you know, something to match it.
3: Are yeah, you but, getting any push? Sorry, go ahead.
4: Well, I was gonna say we found some uh, nail polish works pretty good. You can get a variety of colors that kind of blend in there.
3: Yeah, that works good. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
6: Any pushback on pricing?
3: Not too much.
1: And we we got to a point where we were like, man, if we're gonna just keep doing these, it is what it is. We don't have to do the grid showers. And and I f- I feel like we just became the company to go to for grid showers. And so we're just like, we're just going to name, name our price on them. And it is what it is. We get some customers that it's too expensive and they'll just go a different route. We'll still get the shower door, but they just won't do grids. And that's why when we, when we price them, we give them an option for grids and it's not built into the price. So that way, if they decide they want to, they can see the difference. I mean, the grid shower, the grids add-ons is almost as much
8: as the whole shower. So Mm -hmm. And then most of the, most of the builders that in like interior designers that are coming to us for them, most of the time they're pricing it price comparison to a steel shower. So even with the added margin of doing the extra labor for the grid pattern, we're still coming in significantly lower than the, a steel shower would. So it's, uh, um, you know, you're still winning it in a, in a good way over there because saving them money that way. we
1: and the thing is, is the grid showers turned into gridded mirrors, like people want a grid mirrors, then wrap mirrors and, um, <laughs> uh, and then wrap shower doors and everything is like gone backwards. Now we're just, we're framing everything again and just with frameless glass and we're just framing it all. Wine cellars have been pretty big. Uh, I'll show you this one. We did one of my f- favorite ones right here. That we did wrapped. We probably
3: did this four years ago.
5: Nice. nice. Real nice. Yep.
3: So a lot of stuff like this, just simple, mm-hmm. simple wrapping
1: it and going away. This was another, this was a steel one that we did, and I think we ended up we ended up adding a door later. I personally had to build the door because I didn't have a welder at the time and I had to match the door and learn how to weld and do all that stuff and build the door. <laughs> There's a picture somewhere. It actually came out good. <laughs> so anyone yeah. got any other questions or anything that I can- Yeah,
5: assist? on the steel ones, was that a grid inside and out then, or you said it, it was it, L-shaped?
1: It, uh, it, it was only it was only outside on all the steel ones. We still made it to where it had a like an overlay on the outside and nothing on the inside, so they can still clean it pretty easy. And the steel ones are cool. We went on to do a lot of steel like wine cellar stuff, and we we're able to build those out of steel. So, and it was a lot of gridded stuff. But as far as the showers, we just kind of went away from it.
6: Mm-hmm. On that shower that you did that had the. Um the L angle that mm-hmm. protruded from the from the glass how did you attach that it was welded how did, uh, sorry how did you attach it to the glass
1: oh it was just it was free floating on the outside so it was just a welded like a it was they're welded on the ends and then the glass just went in and butted up against it
6: i see okay
1: it Everett work. would
6: like to see gridded mirrors. I think we have a, a few of those in the drive that you can search for quick. Some pretty cool examples.
2: Yeah, I, I just deleted that comment. I Googled it, um, oh, okay, but sweet. I'd still like to see it. I definitely still <laughs> like to see it because I've was i never seen that before. I never even heard of it.
6: We have squares and then we have the abstract ones. Yeah, we do, we do uh, flat bar on mirrors pretty regular.
3: We've talked a little bit about it before. Uh, the application is pretty similar, you know, a high bond tape, flat, you know, flat bar edge, and then you can, you know, you can grid it out the same, but it's a very similar application. Um, much easier because you're not matching lines on nineties very often with mirror, right. but with similar,
1: similar app. And we still build, we build a ton of like, we're backed up right now with steel mirror frames. We build steel mirror frames in house and we're just, we're, we're backed up with steel
2: mirror frames. All I'm always things. getting the J mold request, but not fr- like actual gridded frames. That's, that's pretty cool. So we
1: do a grid to try and offer that. We don't do a lot of gridded mirror frames, but the frame mirrors we do is like essentially like an L angle. Um, and then the mirror is built out to come to the edge. So it's flush on the edge. So it looks frameless. And you just have that thick band all the way around the side of the mirror frame. That's pretty cool.
5: How are you mounting to that?
1: uh similar to like a french cleat so we have straps that go on the back of the mirror frame so they can just take them and hang them and pull them down we'll use like a piece of j channel that goes into the wall and then we'll have a piece of uh steel on the back that we can just hang
6: it on the j channel on the wall just like a a french cleat i would love to see images of those if you don't mind sharing those brandon as well
1: yeah i'm trying to dig through it we just reorganize the drive and i'm trying to find it all well,
6: i wasn't trying to put you on the spot just if no, you, when fine. you get those other images yeah yeah no now, it's fine now oh which ones are you looking for the mirrors oh just do a grid mirror in the drive i i got like 18 labeled that are already pop up uh, hit enter the first things you're going to see is a bunch of docs but below that you'll see all the pics
0: the fact that you guys can find photos at all is just amazing to me
6: you know, no one cares about naming the, anything correctly yeah. until it's three years later. That
0: <laughs> yeah.
6: is just incredible.
0: Uh, what other questions do we have here?
3: It's just very
6: impressive, Brandon. Very impressive. Thank you. I told you, man, I, I told you. Here we go. In, in the question that I had posted on the... Uh, on the facebook group um somebody had suggested using story sticks uh to get the the same spacing between mm-hmm. the horizontals have you done that before
1: uh no but that's a good idea i saw that i saw that comment actually you're talking about um, that's mm-hmm. that's a good idea
3: mm-hmm.
7: hey brandon you... at the, sorry at the uh, at the beginning of the call you had mentioned that you had done excuse me, the the painted on grids from GGI and HMI. Um, Yeah. What was the drawback to painting on a grid and then, so you don't have to fuss with the air bubbles, paint on the grid and then apply the grid on top of paint? It's just cost. Cost, okay.
1: Yeah, it's really really just cost because we went through and we're like, well, we can do, you can sandblast it and do it and all that and it was just easier just to apply it that way so like here's a piece in this living room that was gritted gridded mirror right here uh,
3: that was nice. this was a popular style right here mm-hmm. what kind of warranty do you give your customers for the pits?
1: Um same thing we do on all of our showers a lifetime craftsmanship warranty We have no issues. The grids hold up just like the shower
3: is going to hold up. I've had my shower for four years now and there's no issues with it. So beautiful, just little deep, just little details like that. And then I'll go show you the
1: steel ones kind
3: of how they, Mm -hmm. so we'll do, we'll do steel ones that are wrapped like this. Um, or this is what I was talking about how they're flush on the
1: they come flush and this just has a band three-quarter inch one inch or whatever it is on the outside rounded we do a lot of these rounded corner corner ones and you're fabbing those in-house right Brennan yeah we fab all these in-house um and you're you're sending them out to get powder coated yeah and then this just different unique one this one was a was a pain but and then they wanted it again at another house two years later
5: how do you do the <laughs> rounded corner uh do you just uh, i guess cut off the back side of the l i guess and then, yeah so uh...
1: so essentially what we do is we you got so we take a flat strap and we'll weld four flat straps together and we'll bend it on something so they're all the same and then we'll cut them on a bandsaw so they're all exactly the same and then we'll break the welds apart and then we'll we'll have we'll attach it to l angle so if you can picture like you'd have your l angle right here but it'd be hollow right here in the corner where the radiuses are
5: right right
0: um but so you must it- have somebody just who does that right just a guy who just that's yeah, we have a we
1: have a full full time guy that that does steel fab. He does other stuff for us, fabs mirror, um, a lot of different things for us. These were we've done a few of these where they're just hanging. So we did it's back to back mirror
3: hanging in this kind of their gym area. But sometimes I mean, I'm I'm jealous of where you guys
7: live. Sometimes because a lot of the stuff you guys get <laughs> is very modern. Like Arizona, you get this modern stuff. You guys down in Florida get this modern stuff. I'm in Boston where everything's just still old. <laughs> it's just like a whole different style. <laughs> and I see like you know it's modern wine cellars and all, and everybody up here just still wants to do such traditional stuff.
4: I hear you, Mike. I know what you mean.
7: <laughs> <laughs> You should see my you house. Like- up, you see my house. My house is a glass box in, in the middle of the woods, and <laughs> you know the building inspectors like, "You really gonna build this?" Yeah, it's you know it's modern. I really like it. It's a Southern California home, and it's the only way to get it. But so I I, I see this stuff, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I just I wish we could get more."
0: Be the change, we'll Michael. Be be the guy who <laughs> makes the change. You can try, but I, I don't
7: know. Come on, no, you, can do, you can do it. You can do it. Pretty deep, man. they, they like. You know, if they could ride West. horse and buggies around town, uh, downtown, they would do it.
1: Any uh, any other questions on grids or anything? And feel free, anyone could hit me up later on and ask on the side about grids. Uh, I'll help you guys out.
3: I, I'm, I'm just
0: mostly going to go ahead. Have you ever done uh, grids on satin itch? Once. How did it stick to the, the satin itch? It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> <Did
1: it? laughs> I didn't tell by the once So we, uh, <laughs> so we actually, we actually flip the doors inside out, so there's satin etches on the inside of the shower, so they can have grids on the outside. Mm-hmm. How did mm. it look? It looked good. I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of it.
2: Um, I got a customer that wants it. I'm like, got it. But and in the, in the, when you shower, doesn't they get transparent?
1: It was when the grids. It, it was far wet. enough. It was far enough away from. The
3: water source. Okay.
0: Oh shoot, you're right. So that, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: That was it edited. It was a dark picture, but there it
3: is. Yeah. So nice. Yep, we did Love it. That.
1: Not even thinking about it. Yep, we can grid it. And then we went out there <laughs> and put on the first grid and was like, oh shit, we got a problem. <laughs> so hilarious. We uh we flipped it. We never told the customer we flipped it. We we flipped it and it's been in there for five years. So I think they're good. And that
4: that customer is <laughs> on the call right. tonight.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're cool. I mean embrace them. I guess they're here. I mean they're still getting popular. I thought it was gonna be a couple of years and they'd go away but they just keep getting more and more popular like different designs and and all that
2: freaking pinterest
6: yep
2: yeah, yeah it's pretty
0: how,
6: how do you feel you do on the mirrors the frame the metal frame mirrors i'm always asking money questions how do you feel you do on those financially
1: we do really well cuz we can fab them up really quick we can build a mirror frame you know in a couple hours and then send it off the powder coat So we can get them turned around pretty quick. What I've been, I've been really trying to figure out how to price them better, make it easier for our staff, because right now it's kind of like a square foot price for the mirror frame that we charge. And if it's too small, that square foot price doesn't work. So you got to add more to it and all that. So I've been trying to figure out how to do it as per linear inch of a mirror frame that we would charge. And it's still kind of calculating funny with the smaller, smaller stuff, because it's got to be right so but what our margins are great on those
6: okay and how do you and you guys seem to have developed relationships with powder coat facilities how did you do that
1: just by taking a lot of work to them mm-hmm.
6: But i mean over... you're looking the. i mean you're looking in the yellow pages for powder coat facilities or i just
1: just i actually got referred to one that was by us uh that I knew someone that was using him. So I kind of went there and we started using him and built a great relationship. But yeah, I would just search something that's close to you and see some mirror frames you can get away with just painting yourself. I mean, we had a paint booth for a while and we were painting, we were doing exterior doors, like front doors, big doors. And we started painting them ourselves. And then it just became a nightmare because we're like, man, we're a glass shop. We're trying to fab steel stuff here. And now we're trying to paint in this area. And like, we don't even have a big enough space. um, The first, one of the first doors we painted, we went out there, it looked awesome. It was this huge door. Stucco guys came behind us, red stucco tape on it, sort of stucco and peeled off their stucco tape and literally peeled off all our paint. It was raw metal, like, oh shit. Like, So we had to go out there and get it all fixed and everything. But so we're like, let's just powder coat our doors and then we got out of it because we couldn't price for a powder coating. our. We were pricing ourselves like we couldn't charge for it. There was no way. I mean, you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars for powder. And then the way we're building these things is multiple, multiple pieces. Um, and it's just, it, made, it was a nightmare to, to do that. So the mirror frames, we stuck with mirror frames. We were doing steel cabinets. Those are really popular. And we just got away from all that. And I was like, you know what? We'll just do mirror frames. I could train a guy to weld a mirror
3: frame. Mm-hmm. So. Greg, I just have one question. What what is a Yellow Pages?
6: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to see if you kids were awake. That's what I was trying to do.
3: (laughs) Like most
1: people, don't even know what a Thomas Guide is
8: anymore, right? Yeah. (laughs) I would say the coolest thing about the mirror frame since I came on board with Brandon. Um, was it's that differentiator, right? It's like a way to get your foot in the door. If every other glass guy is selling to every interior designer, custom builder and remodeler out there can do frameless shower doors and frameless mirrors, (laughs) uh, everyone wants that high design. And by being able to be the differentiator and bring that to the market, like, hey, we don't really do steel, but we can offer those high design mirrors for you. Um, It gets our foot in the door when we wouldn't have got the shower glass in the beginning, but now we're, That's where it's making its money up, I think, more than anything, because it gets us in those bigger homes that we're getting bigger packages of five showers, plus mirrors, a wine cellar, some glass railing all under one house. Um, And that's where it like pays for itself. And just that from my point of view Mm -hmm. and it's a great sale, like for marketing perspective, like it's a great, great. They look pretty. You, You can broadcast it. Right. Get it out there, gains attention, and then you're bringing more business in the door. I would, I would say too, like the steel mirror
1: frames, we're competing against like restoration hardware and they're just, it's, their stuff is so overpriced Um, and you're able to build a custom size. And that's where we win is you're able to take what they want from restoration hardware, but make it to their size essentially. And you win that
2: way. Mm -hmm. Are you guys thinking about like selling those and shipping shipping them out to other glass companies or not really?
1: I thought about it. I just don't know if it if it's worth it. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We have so much. Let's other take stuff. a vote. We have so much others. The
0: hands. We're pre-ordering right now for um, these. Uh, yeah.
1: We need to collect Pardon. all the money up front first, though, and then we'll. See <clears throat>
0: Yeah, checkbooks, everybody. Yeah,
4: everybody wants to
5: pay Brandon, wholesale. Uh, you know, I don't know a lot about welding. I I had a little bit back in high school, believe it or not. When I was in school, they had shop, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I had some welding experience then. But um, is that like a TIG welder with a little wire? Or, or what do you guys using to weld with?
1: And, just a just a wire fed MIG. Yeah welder we started what we started welding with one of those little cracker box ones from home depot the little lincoln ones that you can buy from home depot for like six hundred dollars that's what we built our first grid partition out of steel with one of those and we used it until it died and then we bought a nice automatic miller one and stuff so
5: well and then you probably have to clean up the welds with a grinder smooth it up yep and, uh, mm-hmm. and then you paint
1: yep so it's um you got to be really careful when you're welding in a glass shop. I'll let it. <laughs> uh, so we, we learned that one really quick too, especially grinding, you know? grinding welds in the glass shop. So yeah. we got, we got fire screens and stuff like that to protect everything.
4: Yeah. Painting is not much better, Brandon. I know. Right. <laughs> you don't want to do the grinding
0: on the glass table yeah right well number yeah. one
4: that was great thank you yeah
0: no
1: kidding
4: I feel like it went by i
3: hope,
1: hope i added value to you for further uh like i said just reach out anytime i can you know, i've helped a lot of people in this group with grid showers before so i'll continue to help whoever i can with them we don't want to be the only ones that do them we need to let some other
4: people do some of these things good stuff
5: well, I appreciate that, and I might take you up on
4: it. Yeah.
0: Hey, before we take off tonight, I see that we've got a few new faces. So, if you've never been on this call before, um, and you would like to, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick? We got about five minutes left. It'd be cool to just to hear from you. Uh,
2: I guess I'll start. I'm Everett. I own mid-text Glass in Liberty Hill, which is about. 14 miles west of Georgetown, which is about 10 miles north of Austin, so northwestern central Texas area. Um, I've only started the company since October 5th. Uh, things have been going fast, uh, almost so fast that I, I was I was hoping to ease into it a little better. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a good problem to have for sure. But anyways. It's good it's good I'm to glad put I got face, invited to this. It's good to put
1: a face to the name. I I didn't know that was you. I talked to you plenty of times on Instagram and I didn't know that was
0: you
2: right. yeah, I uh I think I need to showcase myself a little more on there, probably. Nice. But Welcome. camera. shy. Nothing yeah,
0: keep showing up here too, you know I mean, love to have you. Uh, thanks for for joining us tonight.
2: Yes, sir. I will definitely be back. Awesome.
3: Who else. hey what's going on everyone uh my name is stefan i'm new to the gcs team so uh gaining a lot of information luckily i got chance and brandon to brandon lean on uh so just try to take as much information as i can um and this this was a ton of product knowledge for me so just soaking soaking in it soaking in as much as i can
0: welcome congratulations on being with gcs they're awesome
3: Yeah, it's a pretty cool company. It's, uh, and I think what's even cooler is getting this community together and watching others, uh, you know, be as impressed as I am, be even just finding photos.
0: You know. <laughs> Fantastic.
3: Who else is on here? We got a lot of people. There's 33 people on here. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
0: Is that it? Everybody else is kind of shy. That's okay. I mean, I don't want to single anybody out. You know, I haven't heard from the wise, the wise glass people before. I know. I see them on on the group, but I haven't heard from. Hey, them. hi, Kevin.
3: Hey. Yeah, i a blast, huh? Um, oh.
0: <laughs> He's doing the max headroom thing. You remember? Yep, nice headroom.
6: <laughs> my computer's too slow for the camera. Um, I'm Kevin with Wise Glass out here at. Uh, in Dallas um yeah the uh, thanks for the presentation Brandon it was uh, awesome helped me out a lot with uh with the great showers um definitely takes a lot of time to actually learn them um I got one next week probably like my fifth or sixth one under my belt but still it's going to take a lot of time to actually perfect these things
3: but um yeah Awesome, very good.
8: Anybody else wanna say hello? Got about two minutes. Kevin's out of Fort Worth, Dallas area. And so if you guys know anyone that needs glass in that area, he does great, great work. Um, he was a little shy on giving himself a good intro, but he's a perfectionist. <laughs> you, appreciate it. He's a perfectionist. Does awesome work anytime anyone calls us, and they're up in the Dallas area. Uh, he's my first call to uh, refer work to him because uh, he lives up to our standards for sure.
0: Hey, there's my wife's new best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah, we got to bring we got to bring Charlotte to work today, um, so she got to see what GCS Santa Cruz was like. What'd you think? It was lovely. See? Yeah.
0: <laughs> My wife is crazy about Charlotte, so <laughs> you can see why. All right. Who else? Who else? Well, Sorry, I'm not new, you, but, um,
6: okay. I'm not new but I do uh, GCS tech stuff. Uh, so if you're interested in follow-up and have talked to someone about follow-up, most likely it was me on the other end. Um And I help everyone that uses the follow-up software and all tech things related, like the Brandon question of, where do you find this? I kind of help everyone do that easier in their lives, whatever it pertains to.
0: Rob's my hero. He's awesome.
6: Wherever I can save y'all time with automation, help me. I promise they won't take over yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's still a human involved.
6: For now rob i think brandon sent you my email address i think we'll be talking here soon oh yeah uh, i emailed uh, you up. um about eleven thirty 30 at night which is normal for me so you might have got might have got mixed in with your spam emails that that email you at that uh, hour bro i'll have to go back and look i get enough emails uh, <laughs> thanks awesome <laughs> awesome
0: well all right hey there we go another record crowd of course i knew uh, brandon was going to attract a huge crowd um Everybody knows Brandon. So uh, thanks so much, man, for, for being willing to come on and um, share some of your secrets. I know you didn't give away everything, but I gave away, I gave away the house. You gave away the house. (laughs) I I think, you know, you you talk fast enough to where it's like, man, I only caught about half of what you said and I could only comprehend about a third of that. So, I mean, if we had you on like six more times, I was told to slow
1: down when I speak, too, and I just speak too fast.
0: No, it wasn't that you were speaking too fast. It was just there was just a lot of info in there. In so, the thanks, zone. man. It's in the zone. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, hey, we'll do this again next Wednesday. Be sure to come back. We're going to have Shannon come next week and talk to us. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. All
4: right. Ooh. All yeah. right. Brandon. All
0: right, everybody. Bye.
3: Intrigued. All
0: Thank right. you, Brandon. Thank you Thanks, guys. Yes. Nice yes. Good night. See you guys later. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.